0: welcome to another episode of love thoughts with sadia i'm back today with another episode on the uh, mini series of the sas conversation and i have a guest with me today uh, my guest is a long long time friend uh, a family friend and his name is ahmad and i'm just going to let him introduce himself like i usually like to do so ahmad thank you for coming please introduce yourself Tell us a little uh, bit about yourself so it gives people an idea where your thoughts and opinions yeah, are coming from.
1: Thank you from. very much for having me on the show, Shadia. Um, my name is Hamad. as you rightly said. Um, I'm just like, I'm just a normal guy. Though, I like to be <laughs> myself. Um, because I feel that the world as it is today, we have a lot of people who follow the wagon. So, a lot of people try to do things because they think it's 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 normal for them to go with what everybody does. They don't want to. They are afraid of being mm. on the opposite side. So, but I feel that for us to be able to change the world, change the course of the way the world is, we should be begin to, you know, marshal our thoughts in the right thoughts. Morality, morality is lost on the world as it is. Mm. So we should be able to, you know, chart a different course. And I feel that, I also think that when you are, when you want to be a leader, a leader doesn't have to be somebody who who uh, who cows to the opinion of the of the who cows to box properly, you know. It's, it has to be somebody who actually is able to say, "Oh, this is the right course," and influence people to be able to take that right course of action. So I think that's why I'm a little bit controversial. Sorry, you asked me to introduce myself. So <laughs> I don't know how to do that actually. So my name is Ahmad, um friend of Shadia's, of Shadia. And um, um, I think that I think that's fair. I think I would like to just be to be humble as it is. So yeah. my- oh. yeah.
0: okay. that, that I think that, that suffice. That that's enough. I like that you mentioned controversial keyword controversial. Yeah. Um, I know that about you, and I do agree with the fact that a lot of people jump on bandwagons these days, and yeah. it's also one of the reasons why I am doing this in the first place, uh, doing this, um, having this conversation, because I feel like we don't talk to one another enough, or once somebody dares to have a dissenting opinion or a contrary opinion to yours, you automatically or we automatically label them as a hater or something else we try to just put just give them a label that isn't always appropriate and i feel like the world could use more of communication talk to one another sit together in the same room with different opinions and see if you can find a common uh, ground so I'm very happy to have you here, and like you may already know, we're going to be talking about the Ensa's movement. Yep. Yeah. So
1: yeah.
0: practically, um, we've seen how everything has unfolded in the last uh, few weeks, in the last, um, in the past month, and um, I just wanted to get perspectives from different people, kind of like looking at this through different lenses. And I wanted us first to start with what you think about the cause and the notion to end SARS itself. What are your thoughts? Where, where, where do you stand, if I'm to put it that way as well?
1: Okay. Um, thank you very much. Um, I would like to lend clearance to some of the in, um, introductory words you used um, yeah, that was a point where you said that we have people who feel who troll you for your opinions for having divergent mm-hmm. views there was a particular time on Facebook where I was trying to talk about um answers I was lending my opinion about answers which I'm still going to share here and then this guy i think we went to we went to secondary school together and then he came on my facebook wall and then began to you know insult me and you know i didn't give i didn't actually give him I didn't give him any any importance whatsoever. But he continued and then at some point he just started costing my family, my generation. And I was like, oh, to oh, wow. what? Like, he even, even went as far to say that I was on the payroll of politicians. And I was like, ah, do you know me? You know, I don't have to agree with you. I don't have to go with the, with the majority. I don't have to. Because sometimes the majority could be wrong. People could latch on misinformation. People could do things because they feel that that is the that is the right, and they might they might be in the wrong wrong course of. They might be stolen. They might they might be taking the wrong course of action. And so I think that for some of us who know the right things, we should be able to say, okay, we should be courageous enough to say this is the right thing. I stand by it. But I, I was so I was that day I was disappointed. But I just decided that I I shouldn't I shouldn't just give this any form of importance for my own peace for my own sanity sake because at, at that time mm-hmm. when the whole um, the whole uh, after effects aftermath effects of the NSAS protests were coming out you know it was affecting a lot of us you know in terms of because mm-hmm. the, this year itself it, it had a great inf- it had a great uh, impact on mental health so at the time when NSAS was coming at the tail end of the year and we were seeing what was coming out oh, the destruction Destruction of lives and properties and everything, you know, it was also, you know, it was so, it was, it was, you know, it was gruesome. I could, I cannot begin to, 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 to explain what the impact of that, of those days were on a lot of us. So now to share my thoughts on the ENSAS uh, movement. Well, I supported it at the beginning because I felt I've always, I've always. Champion the fact that the most important um, office in a democracy is, a, is the office of the citizen. You know, it might not be, it might not come with the paraphernalia of office or the pecs of office and all likes, the convoy and you know, the things that make it so very, very interesting and enjoyable. But the most important office in a democracy is that of the citizen. And I think that for Nigerians, we have been very docile, to put it mildly. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm not hurting anybody's feeling. But if I would, if I would want to use that word, well, we've been quite docile in the sense that, you know, when we elect leaders, we all go to sleep. You know, they come, mm. they make promises, they tell you, "I'll build so so number of roads and everything," and everybody just goes to sleep. And I look at it vis-a-vis when you are an employee and you are approaching your employer for employment and you know it gives you job description and everything there is what we call um metrics performance metrics at which you are used to they used to to measure your performance whether they should retain you or whether they should promote you and promotion in in democracy is probably when you are seeking a second term so a lot of these governors you know Uh, presidents or legislators they make promises they make a lot of things and then we vote for them based on those promises and then we all go to sleep and then we don't do anything and then maybe in four years we now decide to say okay we are not voting for them again or they buy themselves they buy their way into office again now the question is for those four years when we all were docile and we're not doing anything about it we've wasted that four years in terms of what we should have achieved in terms of development, in terms of quality of life and everything, we've, we've taken back by four years. So in the community of nations, when we are talking about development or we are being measured by developmental indices, we are back by four years. So my, my own position right from time has always been when you elect leaders, we should not sit down idle. Do. We should always challenge them to live up to the expectations, to live up to the promises that they've made so the NSAS protest came about as you know us realizing that we had that power as citizens to be able to push our, gov- our leaders to do what is to do the needful to do what is expected of them so it was a welcome development however i feel that because there has been this trust deficit in government the trust deficit between citizens and those who govern the, the state, you know, people were so frustrated and they wanted to air their frustrations. They wanted the, all the frustrations they had with government. They wanted to air it at the same time. And I said, it is not. it is not when you realize that you've made a mistake. That's when you begin to correct it. You can begin to correct them gradually. But we all wanted, you know. When they started with the NSAS protests, they decided, okay, they wanted compensation for the police. They wanted increasing, which were valid points, were valid agitations. But when you now did that and you began to see that your movement was effective, then you now started adding and various government, Barry must resign, Bari must this, Bari must that. And, you know, they now started... Making, you know, oh, you want uh the. the I was I, at a point. I even get. To, I, I started to hear uh, uh, the um, reduce fuel price, call, And I was like, is this the, is this what we are fighting for, even if we want to agitate against certain other, other, other aspects of governance that are not being fulfilled, but we should have at least, you know, achieved success with this, with this um with these um, agitations that we started with at first. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and then at some point, too, the protest was getting fires, people were joining, you know, a lot of people were, you know, they were interested, people were coming out to give solidarity and all the likes, which was a welcome development. But at the other end, too, it was becoming violent. And that was the time I lent my voice on Facebook to say, I think it's time for us to backtrack and then allow... Since all all governors, the governor of Lagos state, the president that issued, I think he had a meeting with some with some cabinet members and he, he lent his voice to the fact that, oh, he knows, he acknowledged that there is end, there is NSA's protests around, across the country and that they were going to look into this. So I think that was that was that was that was um that was it was effective the movement was effective in the sense that it 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 made a lot of all these governors and our leaders the speaker the senate president everybody was restless because this was the first time in nigeria that we would have something that formidable so and because we had that i expected that when they began to see that you know these people were restless and everything it was time for them to go back and negotiate you know, go back, sit down with them and say, okay, we are giving you 14 days. We are giving you five days. We are giving you 10 days to do A, B, and C. If you don't do this within this period, we'll come back to the streets. Because on my, on my while sharing my viewpoint on Facebook, I also discussed that, well, you said you are fighting for citizenry. you know, people that have been oppressed by policemen. I'm, I'm sure everybody has one, History or the other, with police brutality mm. and all and the likes, it might not be as it might not be as uh, gruesome as some people's experience might be, but well, we have history of of intimidations, we have history of uh, harassment from policemen, so it might be it, it, it's it's just in varying degrees. So, now said that okay, you guys are protesting, you've blocked almost everywhere in Lagos which is the economic nerve center of Nigeria. People are just coming out of people are not yet have not even yet recovered from the losses they, they they recorded from the lockdown that came about that was brought about by the coronavirus. So people were still trying to struggle, you know, Nigeria as it is, a lot of people are living below the poverty, poverty, poverty line. And the covid the covid and everything the lockdown and everything also contributed to that it brought about a prolonged hardship and the like so I expected that when this protest started you would have taken cognizance of the fact that you also have people who are just coming out of the coming out of that shake called drama what would I call it so they were just coming out of it and The protest, whatever you were doing, should have taken cognizance of that hardship that people are just trying to, you know, the hardship that people had already gone through. So locking down the economy of Lagos, locking down the Nigerian economy for a period of 12 days was not reasonable. That first was was my own viewpoint. And if that protest had continued, say we didn't have the pockets of violence that we had, People attacking police stations, killing policemen, and and on the sidelines of the pro- peaceful uh, peaceful protest, we would have had citizens who have had who have not been able to go for to work for a, for a minimum period of like say seven days, or say eight days, we would have had them come out to fight the protesters at some point. And whether we liked it or not, it would have led to what we were actual what this. Happenstance that happened that that happened before they, they issue the curfew, it would have still happened whether we had woodlums and okay let's look at it people were saying people were saying government sponsored talks and the likes let's even say that is true i would also want to give another analogy to that another scenario to that we have we have um we have um Agberos in lagos and what are their 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 main their main stay of survival is, okay, I go to. I go to um, I go to the parks. I collect money from transporters. say hundred naira, two hundred naira from okada, okada riders, uh, keke riders and the likes. Now, because you've blocked the roads, because of the protest. A lot of people couldn't go to work. A lot of these transporters couldn't, you know, they couldn't do their businesses. Agburos, too, couldn't get the money that they they, they usually get. So because of that, agburos, they didn't have anything to do. And these guys don't think like normal human beings. They are not, they are sick in the head. So what they would do is to go on the streets to cause mayhem and we had we had a lot of scenarios the areas where the the roads were not blocked these guys came to the roads and blocked the roads and they were collecting 200 naira 500 naira from the same citizens that were victims of police brutality and oppression so what i what i said in my own um, my own um, piece on facebook was to say you are saying you are saying you are trying to fight oppression but on the other hand you are also enthralling another another regime of oppression because police now have been demov- demotivated. They cannot come out to say they want to fight any crime again. If they say, "Oh, you are doing this," they want to arrest anybody. People can it, it, the Nigerian people can say, "Oh, this policeman wants to," you know, is harassing me and everything. Everybody will pants on the police, even if what that guy has done was in the wrong at that time. So the police too were very careful of coming out. The soldiers were careful of coming out. So he gave he gave these guys these hoodlums, field day. You know, in my area, a lot of times we could not come out. There were guns, political gunshots, and the likes. And and I started to ask myself, what of what benefit is this SARS protest? It, to me, there was no benefit. And one thing I also quoted in my in my piece on Facebook was to say we needed to have realized when to when to push and when to you know take a retreat. Mm-hmm. So because this is the first time that we are having a movement so formidable like that, we shouldn't have given government because right now we will not be able to muzzle that that goodwill to be able to command that kind of to command this kind of protest this kind of formidable protest again in the future because there is already like there's already like a like a like an event that's shown that protest of this nature would lead to violence so at any point in time where you are trying to come up with a protest of this kind of nature the government will come in and quell it and they'll be justified because Right now, I think they, I, I think now that a lot of, a lot of NGOs, a lot of politicians, a lot of statesmen have encouraged even the Lagos State government to develop a playbook out of this happenstance, in the sense that, okay, these are the triggers. So, and any government that is, you know, that doesn't want to listen to what you are saying, will just tell you that uh, you've played one of the triggers, and because of that. They are, they are sending the policemen, the soldiers out on the street to ensure that you don't do the protest again. So that is my own thought on the instance protest. It was a lofty idea, it was laudable, but with the people who organised the protest, they were not. They were not. How will I put it? They were not. Um, they were not proactive enough to know when to to push and when to suspend. And when to come back again it is not the day that you assume uh, you're about to say uh, uh, so it's not because you have power you have you have been given uh power and then you you know that way and you just begin to dangle the power the person who has held that power for donkey years not ready to relinquish that power so you need to know how to play because at that moment these governors were the leaders of nigeria were lost they didn't know what to do at that moment and all they were doing was trying to see Mm. "Ah, let's resolve it let's they were afraid we should have been able to keep that power such a way that they will not be able to say this is what these guys want to do next so if we had said we had we had suspended our protest and said okay we are coming back a week after then you know they would have rushed to ensure that they, you know they deliver on all the the terms of the the agitations and the likes so they would have they would have gone back and it would have put our governors on their toes to ensure that this is no longer this is no longer a, a business as usual you know now you now know that citizens that you are governing are governing are now more aware of their rights and they are ready to demand it so everybody will now begin to live according to the acceptable you know, uh, acceptable tenants and norms of that office that they hold you know you know they were already beginning to say that oh mm-hmm. they wanted to reduce legislators salaries and the likes We'll have been able to achieve that if we had you know if we had been able to use our powers effectively but well, we have lost that and i hope that we'll be able to we'll be able to garner that that goodwill that strength in another 12 years <laughs>
0: i have the counterpoints yeah. i have they're like going into a hundred honestly I do um, appreciate your insight. I do understand these points that you've raised. I actually really... I, I want to even agree with some of them. But to a large extent, I don't seem to be able to do that. Not to sound insensitive. I probably... We don't even know how it must have been inconveniencing for quite a lot of people. And I tried to imagine myself in a position of somebody that was just trying to go about her daily business and being blocked, uh, the road being blocked. Say I wasn't at the protest physically, if I tried to imagine myself in that position. I don't think me inconveniencing myself for some time for this fight that is for all of us that we can all see it's too much for me to handle. I don't think it would be too much for me to handle. I'm not saying people should take or get used to the inconveniences or just uh, accept the inconveniences. But at the same time, I think we can all understand that this was a fight for every single person.
1: Let me let me let me chip in. something there. You see the if you if you if you read about effective leadership and. You know, some of the leaders who have been very effective in the things that they've done, in the transformation they've brought about to societies, the first thing that the first tool that they used was understanding the society that they want to govern or what they are governing. Nigeria as it is, Nigerians as it is, we don't we are not we are not configured to to bear pains for for a short while. Once that pain becomes unbearable for a while. Just like when they they declared lockdown, let's even say there were some aspects of um, the, like, say, uh, the palliatives that didn't get to enough people as they would have expected it to be. But if you look at it, critically, the lockdown was for the benefits of Nigerians. But at some point, it became, you know, People were complaining. People were coming out. People were disobeying government uh, uh, government instructions and the likes. And just because they were bearing the brunt of the pains, So I'm just trying to let you know that if that thing had, had lingered on for, for more than, for maybe two or three days after, if there were no pockets of that, it would have led to violence. People would have come out of their cars and faced the protesters. It will have come to that, and mm. that would have been that would have been something else. That would have been something else. So we need to. It's is the, it's the okay. firm understanding of how Nigeria is as a country. That is the reason why mm-hmm. it seemed, I said <clears throat> that we should have we should have allowed. You know, we should have said, "Okay, uh, we've made we've made we've made a point. We've made our." We've made our we've we, we, we've we've made our agitations known. We've how i like put it. This has been unprecedented. We've, we we you know our protest, our movement has been ground shaking. So it's time for us, but you know, for us to be able to maintain that momentum, that momentum, that, that power that we have garnered. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Because right you now, I understand you know, The that to say yeah. that they will never allow any. Semblance of end protest again, they will never allow it. So what are we get your point? I That's get the your question. point.
0: Nigeria as a yeah. as a country has so many dysfunctional yeah. systems that need to be to, to, to be bamboozled away. Like let's establish that fact. Look, there's so many things in life that are not mm. clear cut that are you know not black and white there's so many gray areas in life but if you ask me on this fight on this agenda to end SARS it's as simple as ABC to me you also said it it was unprecedented you said organizers not being proactive enough which organizers it was like a a collective outcry at some point, it went beyond trying to end SARS, yes, to just call, calling for good governance in general, because Nigerians are freaking fed up. I'm trying to remain calm right now, because Nigerians are freaking fed up. There's too many things going wrong. So, we can't say, um, you know, organize. which organizers? Let, 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 me, was just somebody, let me let me keep everybody... in
1: something again. I, I, I understand your viewpoint. I understand your viewpoint. But, I, I, want, I used to ask people some questions in the sense that I've seen that Nigerians are more of sentimental beings We are very very sentimental and before you before you before you throw me on that let me quickly explain why I said we are sentimental Now I was quite young in 1992 1993 but, at least I'm I'm a student of history. I've read history. I've spoken to people who were very, very well, you know, people like my parents were you know you know were matured at the time when MK Wabiola was campaigning. And you know, I've read, you know, watched YouTube videos, read about a lot of things around nineteen ninety-three, the whole you know, what happened around nineteen ninety-three, the protest and the everything, you know, everything that ensued after that mm-hmm. period. But what I want to, what I want to, what I want to use to buttress the point I'm saying is that the theme of MK Wabiola's campaign was "Farewell to Poverty," as at 1993. That's about 27 years ago. That shows you that most of the problems that are in Nigeria as at today were there as at 1993. They were there yeah. as far back as 1980. So it goes to tell you that. The problems were there. So if problems, if the problems and the challenges that with the Nigerian state have been deep-seated right back from that time, and then you now have power to protest against it, and then you want that old problem to be solved in that, within that particular moment, then we're not being realistic. And what I'm trying to say is, when do they have problems? Now we have arisen. We have. We are. We we, we are now fully aware of the powers that we have. So what do we do? Is to take these issues one after the other, and be patient enough to know that progress is long. Change is a long journey. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen in a day. Sometimes it will not happen in three months. Sometimes it will not happen in five years. But when we are steady with what we, with our agitations, we are steady with what we want to do. I well, we say, okay, this time around, we are fighting, and we are consistent. We are fighting police brutality. At this point, we want reformation of the police. We want you to spend money on the police. We want you to uh, rehabilitate all the barracks in Nigeria. We want you to give, make police. Um, we, we need you to um, to revamp uh, what they call it. Their pay, their 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 their, their emoluments. We need you to, to upgrade it. We need you to, to upgrade their standard of living. You know, put them at the top echelon of the society. All those kind of agitations, which are, which are right. And then when we have achieved that, then we move to the next stage. Have- I don't want us to make it sound.
0: I don't want us to make it sound like there were multiple fights here. There was one superseding fights one fight that everybody was focused on which was enters yet yes there were some other maybe hashtags flying about
1: we were all angry at what was happening and sometimes when you are fighting people who are entrenched like this emotions you don't use emotions to fight them you use tactics you use wisdom to fight them and that is what I'm saying and let us not just let us just not Let's not let's not color what I'm saying in the fact that oh they're trying to support them or what? This is not about support. This is about mm. you knowing fully well. It's just like I, I was reading during that period. I was reading the book Forty Eight Laws of Power, and he said that sometimes when when you want to fight somebody that is stronger than you, you have to play the fool. You have to play the fool. You have to reason like those people who are oppressing you are reasoning. So that by the time they are taking a step, you are already a step ahead of them. So if okay. Yeah, so I, if, I, we that, yeah. if we are saying that, if you are saying that, oh, they, they replaced a unit, they disbanded SAS and they, they replaced it with SWAT. There cannot be a vacuum where, when you are disbanded. Yes, okay, what okay, they've created SWAT. What do you want in? What do you want to be in SWAT? First of all, the agitation should be no member of SAS should be present. Should be should be uh, should be should be deployed to SWAT. That should be a right agitation. The right agitation should be. Um, what is the what is the what is the rules of engagement of SWAT? Those are the those are valid. Those are valid. Um, valid of um, 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 agitations that we should have asked for valid, uh, uh, that we should have asked okay. for not okay. by saying that I, oh I, because you you replaced it to something then uh, everything you you cannot say your answers and then you replace where's that done now
0: Ah Ahmad, we're going to keep going back and forth. I want to quickly summarize my counterpoints if I still remember all of them correctly. So, like I said earlier, I don't want us to make it look like uh, there were different agitations here. It was one major one. So if somebody decided to say Buhari resigned as a hashtag, it's his freaking business because he felt agitated that maybe Buhari didn't respond well. The major issue was we were trying to enter. And the analogy that Agbaros and um, not being able to collect money. I don't know if I what to even think about that because Agbaros should not even be existing. Agbaros should not even be collecting money. I don't no. think um, blaming or... Making the people that were legit calling for good, uh, a good cause, legit fighting for a good cause, and calling for police brutality to come to an end, is I, I don't think making them look like they, they they're bad people or making them look like they did something wrong is is ideal. I, I honestly don't think it's proper. I mean, yes, um, probably. Some some things went wrong after after the protests and everything, but I just don't think it's fair to make people that were legit looking for a change, a good change, fighting for a good change, making them look like um you know they 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 they, they almost started a civil war or something. And also, I mean, it's it's it's, it's Nigeria. Our issues are, are are not. I I don't know. Not, I I I'm understand you. Saying, I yeah. understand
1: it. That was why I said. That was why I said. The old stuff was laudable. You know, it was very laudable. Mm. It's something I applaud. It's something I welcome. But I also feel that it was not the the movement was not channeled appropriately. The movement was not it was it was just like I have power. You know, they said power corrupts, absolute absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's just like I have the euphoria of I'm I'm basking in the euphoria of the power I've garnered, and I don't want to lose it, and I want to I want to exert it. The very time I I feel like I've, I've I've attained it, that's the way I see it as. I okay. have garnered the power, and I did not learn how to use the power effectively. You know, I, I see got, it as. What? Let me
0: t- let me tell you how I see it. I see yeah. it as we know the nigerian government we know how it works history has shown over and over again it's a repeat and recycle cycle for this uh, once when, once things like this come up once issues like this come up so when we say NSAS and you say you disbanded SAS and you came up with what we know what's going to happen and then the responses we got uh the 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 reaction from abuja look at what have been fired as uh, peaceful protesters it was a push it was like i fe- i saw it as something like People just kept pushing, like, you know what? Is this what you're going to do? Then we won't stop. We'll keep fighting. Well, Our voices must be heard. I want to ask
1: you a question. Even during the military junta, even during Obasanjo days, down to Leradwa yeah, days, down to Jonathan days, there's never been a time when we've had a protest for 12 days. That was progress. Where? on In that protest for 12 days. We must be able to. We must see. The problem is people were too. They were too. They were too. They were too. How will I put it? The the fact that they were too emotional about it. I mean, and when it's fighting, worth getting
0: emotional.
1: Yes, it's worth getting emotional. But when you are fighting wars, the wars that you want to be effective, sometimes you don't go with your emotions. Okay. Okay. You have to now to I... your emotions to be able to achieve what you want to achieve just like when america goes to negotiate with some other uh, some other countries and you know they know they have the power they will just say we give you so so amount of this to affect this as your national policy you would have to do it you have to comply but there are also times when america itself will negotiate with terrorists because they know that if they don't do you understand it could be it will be, be disastrous so and that's where we have the issue of smart power where you use where you see america coming to say oh, they want to use brute force and where you see the when, when they will tell you that they're using smart power there has to be okay. there has to be an alignment between both and that is where we that's where that's what i'm trying to that's what i'm trying to that's what i'm that's what i'm trying to emphasize so it's not like i'm i'm saying that oh what they did is wrong but i'm just saying that we should have done this in a more in a more organized right. and more civil manner. So
0: mm. I want us to buttress on that point. What do you think we should as a protester myself? What do you think we should have done differently?
1: Yeah, we should have um highlighted our our points, what we wanted government to do and presented it to government. And and in, on each on each agitations, on each deliverable that we want from government. We should have attached a timeline to it. Say, for example, what we want regarding SWAT would have said this. Then we should have appointed leaders who would go and negotiate with government. Because at the time we were protesting, we were saying we had no leaders and we had no anything. What if if government was working to implement some of those demands... Who was going to measure it? We had nobody to measure it. The populace cannot measure I'm it. I'm sorry. The populace can't measure. Okay, we, 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 well, let's say we said, let's say we said, let's say we said we wanted we wanted we don't, we don't we don't want people who were in SAS to be to be recruited into SWAT. Say for example, that's one of the one of the mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that we wanted to be implemented by government. Who would is it the protesters that had no leaders that will have gone to scrutinise the records of, of 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 government? They will not be the ones to do that. Let's say, for example, we wanted uh, the pay of um, of um, police to be implemented at so point in time. Yes, you might say, okay, government might say we have re- we have implemented this, but they might not implement. They might just announce it. So, there has, to be, it, there has to be somebody who would have sat with government to say, okay, this agitation, so, this agitation, this one, this one is being implemented.
0: And this is my problem. And this is what I feel like it's also an issue that shouldn't be an issue. Why do we have to ask you for something and then you do it? And I know, well, we have to check, all these checks and balances need to be put in place. But... Are you saying we can't have a transparent governance? Are we saying that the government can say hi? We've released the, we've increased the uh, salary of policemen and make it public, and we can see that everyone, every citizen can actually go and monitor this. Are you saying that these things can't happen? This is how it should happen. We should it know so that police should, salary has been happen. increased.
1: There is nowhere in the world where you have protests like this that you don't have leaders would negotiate with well. government the, the the whole point of it is that people that were leading the protest people that were propelling people to come out didn't want didn't, they, they did not know what would come off of the protest so they decided to say this this protest is a leader is a leaderless protest it doesn't have we don't have leadership because they don't they didn't want to be held they don't they don't want to be held accountable for anything that comes out of that protest and well, it came, it, brings it, me, as... it brings it brings me to the point of some of the celebrities who were we were urging people to civil unrest and who stayed in the comfort of their homes. Mm.
0: Look, look, yeah. look, I saw it as a general outcry from mm. people, Nigerians, that needed something to be done that needed a change so you don't need a leader but i i I do i've had this conversation quite a lot of people that felt it should have had some sort of leadership to be clear you you have never been harassed by the police have you have you had a personal experience
1: yeah i've been harassed in terms of them you know stopping me You know, even though my papers are complete and all the likes, they just want to, you know, probably just delay you. Uh, That was Mm -hmm. a particular point in time when I was traveling to (laughs) Ilorin. We were asked asked to pay 5,000 Naira and we were delayed for close to one hour. You know, they were threatening to shoot and the likes, you know. You know, and then we were actually afraid because it was in the middle of nowhere.
0: It's fair to say that a lot, a high number of people, a lot of people have had, uh, if not directly, indirect experience with uh, police Mm. brutality or harassment and all of that. So, I mean, we can actually understand why there was this um, general outcry. And you touched a bit earlier on um, celebrities that were kind of like encouraging people to get out there while while staying in the comfort of their own homes. I honestly for some reason i never never um thought of that uh because maybe because i didn't you know follow because to my to my own knowledge there were quite a number of celebrities out physically protesting yes. yeah
1: they, they, yeah they were do, out do you, do like, you think any part of it it's not like, it's, 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 it's not, not it's not like they believed in the cause. You know, well that it, that, that it, was it, the point it, I
0: was trying to ask you now. I was going to say yeah. do you believe some part of it was performative? Do you think well, especially with the celebrities, do you think some of them just wanted to be like they they, they were lending their voices? They just wanted they, to they, latch, you...
1: they just wanted to latch on they wanted to latch on, on a course that you know hmm. they could drive up their their influence, popularity and the likes. Hmm.
0: You
1: know, because a lot of them campaigned for these guys. A lot of them associate with these guys. So because they felt that it was, you know, it was a medium to, you know, you know, associate with the public and you know, associate with people, you and know, kind put themselves. Exonerate like the, themselves yeah. somehow. Some yeah. you know, yeah. of them even came on on online and started shedding cocoa tears and you know, and I was like, what is all this? It's all this rubbish. You know? And they even went on. Some of them even went. A lot of them on Twitter were deleting their their their, their tweets. They but to be they fair... deleted their posts on Facebook because they had they had you know some of them had even really shared a lot of of uh, a lot of information that were untrue, a lot of falsehood, mm. misinformation, and the likes. And at the at the point, they didn't verify, you know. You know, it's here that I see that people don't see that the 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 the, the, the what do you call it the uh, the fact that you are in the public space, yeah, public glare, confers some form of some form of um, responsibility on you, in terms of mm-hmm. ensuring that whatever is coming from has to be certified to be the truth. You know, Absolutely. because a lot of people, a lot of people are propelled by. What you you know people have people move, are moved by it's just like whiskey the likes of whiskey the likes of um the likes of um um the, the, the collar sharing stuff they have a lot of followers so whatever it is that they see as regards this protest can can't people to go and do a lot of things i,
0: I understand you totally i'm you also yeah. yeah i totally understand and um, but to be fair you know it's okay to campaign for someone four years ago and now have Mm -hmm. opposing opinions to them now and not be in support of them at the moment and yes i totally agree because i for one was actively against fake news and uh, misinformation that was going on if i can't verify the news i'm not retweeting and you raised a very important point which is something i wanted us to touch on we all saw how fake news we saw the role that it played into
1: all of this. And just like you said... The nation was at, it as, was at, it, at the tipping point of civil war. Well, if we were not careful, we'll have gone into a civil war.
0: Well...
1: Over I mean... what? In my own opinion, over something that could have been resolved. It's not only in Nigeria that we have police brutality. In America, too, they have cases of police brutality and and i think the solution to all these things is first of all everybody is looking at the federal government everybody is spoiling bile everything on the federal government if, if the solution is let's have a movement that pro, that compels these legislators to begin to you know to, di- to so that we can devolve devolve more power to the to the to the states the exclusive restructuring. List is, yes restructuring in in God some bless you. sense well, yeah, I, I'm we always good can, for it. We can we can take powers. The exclusive list, we have what we call the exclusive list, the concurrent list, and the residual list. The residual list are the functions of the local government. The conclusive, concurrent list is usually a mix between the federal government and the and the state government, but mostly, most of what is in concurrent list is for the state government and then the exclusive list is for strictly for the federal government. We have a lot of responsibilities warehoused in the concurrent list and the the exclusive list, sorry. So we should be able to remove some of those things to the concurrent list. Let each state develop the resources in their areas and pay tax to the federal government. Let the federal government be responsible for defense, for foreign affairs, and the like, just like the way California is. California has its own secretary mm-hmm. of state. California has its own economy. We should have that kind of system in Nigeria where a lot of issues become local. So a lot of burdens will not be on the federal government. So, only what the federal government will probably be doing will be states, the, the roads between maybe two states or the roads that are joined, that join like two or four or five states together. But all the federal roads that we have in within the state should be handled by the state that should be nothing like federal road in, within lagos state that should be nothing like federal road within ogun state that should not be nothing like federal road within Osho state any state any road any infrastructure that is within that state medical centers everything should be handled by the state i'm so glad one same page here with that with that we would have so, you, because these governors also have huge funds. The local governments and in our, in our environments, what are they doing? The road between, the major roads between um, the local government. Why can't the local government do palliatives even if they cannot do major repairs? They can do palliatives on the roads and make it easy for people to commute from one place to another. So, those are the issues that we have. We all... The, the people that we see in our faces are the president, and the president should be more. It should be less important than the the governor. Should be more important. The governor of a state should be more important to the people of that state than the president. So until we get to that position, where we now begin to place, you know, to prioritize our agitations, then we'll, we'll get it as a nation. You know, we parity. Okay. Palliatives, creating employment, you cannot expect the government to do only the only federal government to be the one to create employment. Why yeah, can't
0: I understand here? Yeah. We're definitely on the same page here. Uh, let, let let's just you know let's let's move on from here, uh, right. because I mean this is what I say about Nigeria's issues: most of it are mm-hmm. interwoven. Mm-hmm. As soon as yeah. we're starting to dig into one, we're into the next one, and that's how we just mm-hmm. keep going into the hole and we just never get out. I asked everyone on this series this question: what your thoughts are on the president's address?
1: Yes, I was I was um, disgusted, and that's the truth. I've been a supporter of the president, I'm a card cadre member of APC, so although a lot of all my views here are not propelled, Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of people would see it as, oh, it's because he's a member of the political party, even my girlfriend feels like that, and she feels, you know, but I've been able to tell her that, well, we can disagree to agree. You know, and I've been able to stamp the foot on ground. I would listen to your views and listen to my views, but we don't have to. I, right. We don't have to fight over it.
0: I was. I was also going to ask you that. I was going to ask you yeah. that. Can you honestly say that every no, of your opinions today no, no, no. My, has my, been my, objective my was
1: not dictated by a political view, because I publicly came out and denounced my support for the president, and I'm still going to. I'm still on that. <laughs>
0: I'm. <I> did, <laughs>
1: from my standpoint on issues are usually dictated by what I feel to be right. You, so you can honestly
0: so, say that can you honestly say that you know yeah. everything you've said here today is
1: non biased everything I said here when we're, we're, were not dictated by my political leanings. Okay. Yeah, yeah so like I said I I denounced his support for him because I felt that he should have given some form of closure on the upon stance at the at the at the toll gate he mm-hmm. should have at least calmed frail nerves Sorry. the reason why i denounced the president as regards the speech was because i felt there was a lot of arrogance he displayed a lot of arrogance which i don't think a leader should have he should be humble enough to engage with your people and he should be humble enough to empathize with them and i just oh,
0: wanted to know if yeah. you do Uh, have any last messages as to the way forward you've mentioned Uh, i've always believed we all need to hold our leaders accountable we need to also take responsibility as a people if you have a large followership please large followership comes with responsibility it's not just it's not Mm -hmm. just fame please use it properly don't share news that you haven't verified and we all need to play our role it's not just about it's easier to hold people accountable Without actually taking the responsibility yourself, so it's all on us. T- make take the right step, do your own part, do the right thing at the right time, pay your taxes, and let's also hold our leaders accountable. And I just wanted to ask you, you know, if you have any uh, last messages, and also, yeah, do, what I, do you I, say? I, I, what do you say to people on the other? I wanted to—I don't know if I said the other side of this conversation, or on the other end of the spectrum of this conversation, or opposing to um, your Let thoughts you as well. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah.
1: I—I I just feel that we shouldn't begin to see ourselves as enemies. Mm-hmm. Democracy itself, as it is, you know, creates some form of division because there has to be one part that will win, there has to be one part that will lose. But for the good of the country, we must always learn that. We must always come together and know and and um, and then and then discuss and when we have a leader, whenever we have a leader, whether it comes from APC, whether it comes from PDP, whether it comes from anywhere, we should always give our leaders room to be able to perform to to, to, to do probably to do their responsibilities now i don 't need to hate. I don't need to like the leader that we've put on board. I need to love my nature, my nation. I need to be patriotic to my nation. Mm-hmm. And by being patriotic, is by giving that whoever is at the ends of affair the room to be able to perform, to be the room to be able to to do to 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 carry out his responsibilities. And another thing I would like to say is that we have been we are too docile as a people. We should now begin to step up you know, live up to our own responsibilities as citizens. We should not see ourselves as second fiddle. We should always see ourselves as the the real masters in the game. We employed these people to do the jobs. We employed them to do our jobs, you know, to create a better society for us. So we must always make sure that they live up to the standards, to the rules of engagement. By ensuring that everything that they've promised that they would do, they do not do. And the things that they cannot do, they must be forced to engage us. To give us reasons why they cannot do them. If, for example, there are some... Leaders should be able to inspire. Should be able to talk. When there is crisis, they should be able to communicate. They should be able to calm free nerves. People are suffering. You know, and that's the thing that ekes me with Buari's administration, the fact that they don't communicate, the fact that they feel that they are too high to talk. There are some certain things that they are doing that is right. There are some policies that they are doing. There are some infrastructures that are springing up in Nigeria. But they need to communicate. They need to talk. What are the challenges that they are facing? You need to come down to the level of the people who are suffering. Come down to their level. Speak to them. Mm -hmm. Come down from your high horse. But as far as you hold the office of the president, or as far as you hold the office of the governor, or you hold the office of a local government chairman, or you hold the office of a commissioner, you have to know that you have to be compassionate, you have to show empathy, and you have to live your you have to show some form of humility. You cannot stay on the IOS and expect and you need to communicate. There's a lot of secrecy in governance and it even, even if you are doing the right thing, even if you are creating a good um, um, environment, you are trying to build a better society, if you do things too much in secrecy, it, gives, it creates doubt. And we are in a country where the, 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 the level of trust between the citizens and the, and the leaders is very thin in an, in an era of fake news. When when people are quick to peddle misinformation, then you have to be on top of your game to ensure that the informations, the right informations, are being disseminated at every point in time. So that's my parting words. Yeah. I don't want us to see ourselves as as enemies. And then lastly, I think that as a, I think that we should go back to. I think I was talking to somebody yesterday. I think we should go back to a two party a two party state. We have too much. To a lot of political parties, and it does not help us because you need to understand the dynamics of running an a, a election in Nigeria. But when we reduce the parties to two, we know we don't have any choice other than the two. So citizens can begin to create powerful pressure groups between these parties, mm. just like in Democratic Party, where they are trying to lean the people like people like Benny Sanders, mm. trying to push. Push the push the, uh, the uh, Democratic Party to the left, in terms of Medicare for all, in terms of uh, debt-free loans for uh, students and the likes like that. So we need to have that kind of we need to have that kind of system, and that's what is operating in Ghana itself. You have two parties in Ghana, so when we have strong pressure groups within these political parties, we can force change people who want to make change, let them start from the local level. The likes of Banky W, the likes of the others who have good intentions, let them go to the local level. Start from councillor. Start from chairman. Let people see the change you've brought in your local level. Then you can begin to now say, this is a springboard for me to say I want to go to the House of Representatives. I want to go to to become a governor of a state and be able to change things. If Zulum... Tomorrow decides to contest for presidency, I will vote for him because he has shown at the local level that he can build. Although it's going to be a different ball game when he gets to presidency, but, but at least he has shown that he has what it takes to govern well with sincerity of purpose. So I think that is that is my that is my parting those, those are my parting right. thoughts. I, yeah.
0: Uh, I I love I love how you ended it and on that note I think I want mm-hmm. to I want to end the conversation on 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 that because it's such a high note. Mm-hmm. But something mm-hmm. just popped into my head again very quickly. I wanted to ask yeah. you do you think we are ready um Nigerian youth I mean do you think we are ready to actually take back our country or we're ready for uh, this revolution uh, I, and I, actually I, make a change?
1: I, I don't think we are ready. Mm. I don't think we are ready in the sense that we need to we need to understand you know yeah some of our leaders today were youths when they were there mm. but we need to be prepared emotionally psychologically you know to do the work you know and to begin to to show that we have the moral fortitude to lead the nation you know where where we have youths who who begin to you know spill bile when somebody has a different opinion from you you know when you when you become a governor or the president you will need mm-hmm. to deal with the legislator. you need to deal with the traditional institutions you need to talk with people you will need to, you cannot marshal you cannot force away your agenda mm-hmm. because democracy democracy is majority rule so you have to carry a lot of people along so if we are not prepared to have that kind of that kind of um, if, if we don't have youths who we'll have that kind of of that that kind of preparedness for 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 it's not just about being brilliant, it's not just about having what you you need to also have the moral fortitude to be able to hold that office. You need to be able to demonstrate that you have the discipline to be able to hold the office. Beyond the fact that you are intelligent enough, you also have to be, you also have to be, you also have to be morally upright. You also have to be, a, you also you also have to be somebody that people can look up to. You have to be somebody that can influence people to do the right thing. So, and, and, I, and I don't see that yet in 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 the youth or in right. most of the youths mm. who are finding themselves that they want to take office right now. But we still have time.
0: I, I yeah, I actually time. do. I do have some hope. I do believe yeah. that if not if we're not ready, we're on our way there from
1: all that, from, yes, from we, we are. I... You know, a lot of things involved is involved when you want to become a leader. Mm. So it's not just about being brilliant and, and that you know so that's why I think that it's a process and mm-hmm. when we begin to when we have that that then we can we can we can change the society yeah. so by the time everybody begins to go back to their locality and then take up leadership roles. And show what they can do. I'm sure gradually we'll get there. Yep. On yeah. that
0: note, I think we can officially come to the end of today's yeah. episode and to the end of this conversation. Thank you so much for coming on. I think I'll yeah. still have you on. Um I'll still be looking forward to having you back on for uh another conversation. Uh in the right. more more in line with the political uh, yeah, I uh, thank you so right. much for coming uh, oh, I had a good conversation right. with you and uh, right. I hope we can do this again